For most part of its existence, the Spanish party system has been dominated by the Socialist Party, PSOE, and the People's Party, PP. Accordingly, and somewhat unusually in Europe, the governments tended to be based on a single party. Having said that, parties have been repeatedly forced to cooperate in Parliament, and since 2020, they must share office in government. This change is obviously related to the fact that recently new actors appeared on the scene, challenging the centre-right and the centre-left. Today, I will be talking about the inter-party relations with Fernando Casalberto. He is Associate Professor at the University of Nottingham and the co-director of the Research Centre for the Study of Parties and Democracy. Published widely on these topics, in the best journals of the discipline, and has received multiple awards acknowledging his expertise. So, Fernando, let's start with the introduction of the Spanish party landscape, with describing the ideological and social profile of the most relevant parties. Okay, so basically in Spain we have, you know, two main, uh, two main big parties, right? And as you mentioned, you know, the, the socialist PSOE, uh, which is a social democratic, you know, center-left, uh, leftist party. And then, of course, you know, the People's Party, PP, which is a traditionally rightist party, culturally conservative and economically uh, liberal. Uh, on top of that, traditionally, we had a third party, we used to be, you know, uh, United Left, uh, the Eurocommunists, that are now within, you know, this broad uh, coalition uh, SUMAR. Of course, there you also have, you know, a new uh, in party party that until the last elections, you know, was quite relevant. You know, as you as you know, Podemos, which was the more radical left uh, populist party, and of course, you know, completing this, you know, uh, panorama of uh, the uh, Spanish politics, you we have Vox, the radical right, uh, Christian democratic Spanish national uh, Spanish nationalist, you know, uh, political party. This, of course, at the national level, because, you know, we could also add the regional uh, parties, especially in the historical regions of uh, Galicia, the Basque Country and Catalonia. So if I understand well what you are saying, there is some legitimacy for speaking about blocks, but uh, at the same time, individual parties are very important. Now, to the extent that we can speak about clusters of blocks of parties, to what extent are the boundaries between blocks solid? Can parties and politicians move uh, between these blocks and create new ones? Well, it's important to distinguish, you know, in the history of uh, Spanish uh, party politics, like two periods, you know, before 2015, where you have this, you know, bipartism, uh, the People's Party and the Socialist Party, and starting in 2015, as we talk very well in our in our book together, uh, one can see, you know, two, two, two more clear blocks, right? You have the left, that is formed mainly by the Socialist Party, but also includes, you know, the uh, the Communists, you know, United Left and Podemos. In the last elections, uh, they were together within the Sumar, you know, uh, coalition. And then you have the right. There, currently, you have the People's Party and Vox. But before 2023, you also have uh, Ciudadanos. Uh, it is very difficult to move between 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 these blocks. You know, Th- these blocks work a bit like uh, parallel blood vessels. You know, uh, so the losses of one party within the block is the gain of uh, another. Uh, to use Bartolinian you know terminology, uh, volatility in Spain is more uh, within blocks than uh, between blocks. So meaning that uh, you 
voters tend to change tend to change their partisan preferences for other parties within a block, not crossing to the to to the other block. And in this way, you know, for example, as you know well, there have been elections yesterday in Galicia, eh? in in my in my region, and um, uh, you could see that this is true. You know, the 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 nationalists left the 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 pro-independence uh, Galician party, Bloque Nacionalista Galego, VNG. Benega, uh, they uh, became uh, the second, uh, the second party, and the socialists, the third one, with a huge difference, you know. But in reality, when you simply add the percentage of votes of, for example, Sumar, Venega, uh, and the socialists, you see that there is a similar percentage that you had uh, four years ago. So in reality, there has been this movement within the bloc. You know, people have, uh, for example, a lot of uh, socialists have voted. You know, it's a kind of you know strategic voting for uh, the Benega, but in reality, of course, they have not moved to the rightist side. That is the People's Party that uh, yesterday won absolute majority again. Okay, then just uh, let's stick a little bit to this uh, election that happened indeed yesterday. Um, if I understand well, the nationalists or regionalists—I don't know how do you call. Uh, 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 the BNG, um, what is the right? They are, uh, they are, they are clearly nationalist, pro-independence. You know, it's a Trotskyist party, even. Oh. You know? so um, they cannot get to power at the regional level without cooperation. So, so to what extent are they trying to forge some kind of alliance prior to the election with the le other uh, leftist parties, with other actors? Well, you know, in during this campaign, you know, it was very interesting because uh, you had the feeling that the candidate of the Socialist Party was not the leader of the Socialist Party in Galicia, but the uh, leader of the uh, Independentist Party, though, the ben, 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 Benga, uh, because, you know, there was clearly a kind of, you know, campaign towards this strategic, strategic voting. And it was clear that the idea was to defeat the enemy. And the main Pepe. enemy was the PP. And in this case, you know, it was even more, more intensive because you shouldn't forget that the leader of the PP, Alberto Núñez Feijó, is Galician and was the former president of Galicia who he was governing for four legislatures in a row. So defeating the PP meaning meant, sorry, not only to get the government of Galicia, but this would be a terrible blow for uh, the leader of the People's Party, whose leadership, after all the convolution that happened, you know, in the People's Party uh, in, in, in the previous years, was still, you know, it's, it's not still, you know, very clear, right? So this, this uh, you know, victory uh, of uh, the PP in Galicia not only means that, you know, the PP has won, you know, 11 of the 12 regional elections. It also means, you know, a boost of legitimacy for, uh, you know, uh, Alberto Núñez Feijó. So I think, you know, this is this is why they were expecting this uh, possibility. And the only way that they could do it is in a coalition between, you know, Venega and the, uh, you know, uh, Socialist Party. But this works, if you think about it, also in other in other in other regions where perhaps there is not a, a you know, formal coalition, but the Socialist Party, like the Basque Country, is supporting the government of the of the nationalists. Now, if we return to the national level, what would you say how campaigns are typically structured in Spain around alliances of parties or around the competition of autonomous parties? 
Well, clearly there is a competition between uh, autonomous autonomous parties, and I think once again, you know, what I said about uh, Galicia, it is it is important, even if you know there was this sense that if they the uh, People's Party didn't manage to win an absolute majority, they would govern together. They still, you know, kept you know, separate campaigns, you know, separate, you know, uh, events. Uh, so in this sense, you know, you can clearly see the uh, autonomy of the of the of the political of the political parties. Right. So uh, clearly in Spain, you know, I mean, there is this this respect for the individuality of, of each of, of, of the parties. Countries differ from each other in the degree of party interparty cooperation, partly due to some differences in institutional uh, setup. Now, if you look at uh, Spain and you look at the political institutions there, particularly at the electoral system, the Don system, the closed list uh, proportional uh, characteristic of the system, the 3% threshold, the asymmetric bicameralism going beyond uh, electoral uh, law, or if you look uh, specifically uh, at the Senate, how the Senate is elected, personalized, open, at least party block voting system. Do you see any link between these institutional characteristics and the degree of inter-party cooperation? Do, in general, these rules encourage or discourage a cooperation? Well, I would say that, you know, in general, there is, for example, you know, when we think about the uh, electoral system for the Senate, right, the, the, the open list, there is no effect at all. People vote for the political party and they would put the cross, you know, in front of the three, you know, sometimes alphabetically how they appear in the list. So they are voting, you know, for the party and they choose the, you know, uh, the, 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 the candidates that are within the party without really thinking, you know, the person, right? So they vote for the party. But, you know, it is, if there is an effect, I would say that it's a discouraging effect, especially in big electoral districts where the system has more proportional effects, but not so much in the smaller districts. Paradoxically, this is where parties should be forced to cooperate. But still, they decided to compete because, you know, there is this idea of the nationalization, to keep the appearance of the nationalization of, of, of politics, right? So, you know, it's a matter of prestige to be able to say that they present candidates in every single, every single district. So despite the fact that, you know, you would expect them to cooperate in these smaller districts, right, where, you know, a couple of votes can make a difference, especially because the don't system is being um, is being applied you know they do not you know uh, cooperate in general terms i guess this means that even if there is some kind of convergence of interest it is quite rare that parties would lend to each other money campaign infrastructure media or any other resources no it's very it's very it's very you know the possibility that it happens you know is very little still you know there have been uh, cases of of cooperation you know and, and i think you know they illustrate very well the way that cooperation uh, takes place in, in in spain you know and it's a kind of you know cooperation of minimums if we could uh, we could say for example the most relevant uh, cases that have been taking place you know in the history of spanish party democratic party politics um, i say relevant in the sense that they are at the national level we can say that they are basically basically two you know you have in 2016 and uh, the uh, electoral coalition that was formed between you know the communists united left and uh, podemos 
But to be honest, they didn't bring any changes. You know, the elections of 2015, both were separate. And, uh, later in June 2016, you know, they were uh, together and they got exactly the same uh, number of deputies as uh, six months before. And moreover, you know, they lost one million votes. So clearly showing that, you know, cooperation, you know, at the electoral level didn't mean that they brought these, you know, uh, voters that or together these voters that we were expecting. Uh, there is another case as well, you know, between, you know, the socialists and the communists in the uh, year 2000. Uh, but it was, again, you know, limited to a kind of program of minimums. Uh, they had, you know, some uh, common, you know, uh, uh, policies that they wanted to implement, but it was very minimum. They even had in this program of minimums the um, uh, commitment to uh, respect their individual their individual programs. There was also the uh, commitment to uh, for the communists to support the socialists in the case of a future government. And of course, there was, and this is also interesting, and perhaps was the, 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 the greatest example of this minimal coordination, is electoral coordination in 27 districts for the, for the Senate. You know? uh, it is true, for example, they appear, the leader of uh, the, the communist Frutos and the leader of the socialist Almunia, they appear together in some rallies, right? But more than that, you know, didn't. And it was a complete, complete disaster. You know, Aznar, the People's Party, got a, an absolute majority for the first time ever in, in, in Spain. Um, another example, for example, was the formation of, of a coalition for the Senate uh, in 2000 that was repeated in 2004 and 2008 between, you know, the socialists, the communists and the radical left, you know, the Esquerra Republicana de Catalunya in, in, in Catalonia. And that was, was quite successful in 2004 and 2008. They managed to get, you know, all the seats that they were, you know, competing for, you know, in, in, in Catalonia. Um, Talking about this, you see, so these are national national parties cooperating with regional. But at the regional level, you also have cases of, of cooperation. For example, the Socialists and Iniciativa per Catalunya, the, the, let's say, the communist branch, you know, in Catalonia in 1999, they form an electoral uh, coalition. Uh, they manage to defeat the all-powerful, you know, few, you know, uh, the, the Convergencia that have been, you know, uh, winning elections in a row since the first regional elections in the 1980, uh, but they didn't manage to, to govern. So it was electorally successful, but didn't achieve the uh, purpose that they, they had. Uh, more recently, in 2015, you may remember, you know, Esquerra Republicana de Catalunya and Junts, uh, the uh, nationalist uh, right, uh, Tis Party, they form an electoral bloc, they won the elections, so in this sense was successful, uh, but, uh, you know, uh, they, they, they managed to govern only with the support of a completely anti-systemic radical left, you know, uh, party right, uh, so-called uh, coup. So in a way, you know, and, and for what later happened in Catalonia, this collaboration was, let's say, uh, important. First, because, you know, they were the ones who uh, um, organized the so-called uh, referendum, right, in October 17, uh, radicalized also by this, you know, uh, anti-systemic party. So in a way, you know, the, the, this collaboration helped for the promotion of this radical left. Uh, but, of course, the problem was that it led to the breakup of Convergencia, what had been, you know, the moderate, 
nationalist rightist political party in, in Catalonia. So in a way, you know, it led to the collapse of the traditionally uh, Catalonian party system. No? Um, and of course, you know, you have also cases of a cooperation uh, between Podemos and the so-called Marea states, you know, this kind of, you know, more local regional movements that were brought up with the, you know, uh, uh, Indignados uh, movement no? in 2000, 2015. And there were collaborations at the regional level, 2015, and then a gener general election. So it was a bit of, you know, these movements, you know, uh, outcasts, you know, coming together and uh, trying to cooperate at the electoral level. And Finally, perhaps, you know, one interesting case is that of a collaboration at the uh, European Parliament uh, elections. Uh, you have Galeuska, that was, for example, in 2004, uh, a coalition between, you know, CIU, Convergencia, the Nationalist Basque Party, and the Venga uh, in, in, in Galicia. No? Uh, but, uh, of course, you know, you have also uh, small cases here and there, but I would say that this summarizes, you know, the most important cases of, uh, of uh, collaboration and cooperation in Spain. And in those instances when there is uh, pre-electoral cooperation, do you see any intention on behalf of the leaders of uh, the cooperating parties to interfere into the internal matters of the other party to try to influence who will be the leader there or in any other way? No, not really. You know, the, the, as I mentioned, you know, there is a, this tradition of uh, autonomy uh, of uh, Spanish parties and, and great respect. I would say that uh, perhaps the most recent and the uh, most um, uh, interesting case of influence was the creation of Sumar, right? Sumar is created with the support of uh, the Prime Minister, uh, Pedro Sánchez, who, uh, with the intention of uh, boosting uh, a bit, you know, uh, his vice president, Yolanda Diaz, and also seeing that uh, Unidas Podemos, which was the coalition between the Communist United Left and uh, Podemos, was, you know, uh, doing very badly in the in the polls. So it was a kind of, you know, re-capping uh, uh, re, re or reboosting uh, this uh, um, political uh, front at his left. So it was a way of, you know, trying to help, you know, his partner so he would be able to form a similar gomer, as it was the case later on, that he, he was having. So this perhaps, you know, is the most interesting case, you know, of, of one, you know, party trying to help other party to really uh, recover some of the space that they were, they were losing on. But in general, as I said, there is kind of uh, autonomy among, you know, political, political parties in Spain. Well, I would say that this is a quite remarkable uh, example. I mean, if I understand well, the leader of one party is creating another party who may become a rival, may become a... Well, I wouldn't say creating, but certainly encouraging. And, uh, of course, you know, uh, using uh, the, the friendly media to boost the image of uh, the vice president. I mean, there was this, this, this let's say, um, help uh, in terms of publicity, right? You know, she was sent, you know, to certain events, you know, to basically to 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 give her uh, a visibility that certainly she 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 didn't have, right? And this also, you know, create some um, some uh, let's say uh, quarrels within, you know, the, the 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 block of the radical left, right? But we may talk about this uh, later. Okay, so let's uh, focus now a little bit on the last national election, the one that was held in 2023. 
So what was the role of cooperation in that particular election? Well, you know, I think that, you know, the, the most clear example was the, the creation of Sumar, right? That brought together, you know, all these uh, parties at the left of the Socialist Party, right? You have, uh, of course, you know, United Left, you have uh, Podemos, you have uh, Mas País, which is a splinter of, uh, of, of Podemos. Uh, so it was this reboot of the, of the, of the, of the, radical, of the radical left. Um, and in this sense, you know, there was this... You know, coalition that went into the polls and later, you know, many of these parties formed for the government. But for example, uh, each of the party uh, got representatives. So there was it was a proper electoral coalition where, you know, the, the distribution of seats and, and there were some, you know, even uh, this was interesting to see the autonomy within the coalition that, uh, for example, Podemos, you know, threatened that they would not vote for, you know, Pedro Sanchez in the in the voting to investing as, as a prime minister. Of course, you know, they was just simply simply talking, you know, because, you know, the result would be that, you know, the right would govern and the Podemos would never, you know, uh, allow that. But for example, now Podemos is in the uh, mixed parliamentary group. So they left Sumar, so clearly showing that there was autonomy within, you know, this, this coalition. But another interesting case, and I think it was essential for the results of the elections, was the uh, collaboration or cooperation of the People's Party and Vox at the regional level. Because, you know, you shouldn't forget that, you know, we are having, yes, elections at the national level in June, but we had regional elections two months before in May. And in fact, you know, the terrible results that, you know, the Socialist Party gets in, at least in terms of losing, you know, a local and regional power, the Socialist Party got, led to Pedro Sánchez to decide to call for early elections. Because he was expecting exactly this cooperation between PP and Vox. He knew that PP in many uh, autonomous communities could only govern with either the parliamentary support or even forming a, a proper you know, a coalition uh, government with, with, with Vox. And of course, as you can see, this cooperation had important you know, effects in calling for, 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 for the elections. But not only, you know, not only, because uh, it is important to take into consideration, for example, in Catalonia, Lots of nationalists, so lots of, you know, Esquerra Republicana, you know, uh, voters, but not only, they voted for the Catalan Socialist. And this, you know, the, 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 the role or the weight of the uh, Catalan Socialist Party in uh, the distribution of seats in Spain is very important. So if the socialists do well in Catalonia, you know, the probability that they will do well, you know, nationally, or at least in terms of keeping the government or, or getting the government is, is very high. So they were mobilized because what they didn't want is to have box in the national government, because they knew that with Vox in the national government, there was no way that they could get, you know, any advance towards, you know, high, high, um, better autonomy or, or independence. You know? And, of course, you know, it also helped to mobilize the socialist voters who were a bit disappointed with how, you know, things were going with the government, some of the last, you know, legislative reforms, you know, that have been quite, a, a, and, the, and the scandals that they have had, you know, it mobilized, you know, so this, this the, 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 let's say, the ghost, you know, the phantom of box in government certainly helped to mobilize. And what could not be the, the, the greatest proof that this box was real? The 
regional governments that PP uh, was forced to form with 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 Vox. So so clear, I think you know this kind of regional cooperation at the time of government formation had an important impact on the results that took place uh, at the national level. It's true that we shouldn't forget the socialists didn't win the elections, but they managed to form the government. Now, how do you see the prospects of a Vox uh, PP? cooperation at national level and let me just add to this that I'm asking this question partly because I think uh, this is a big question for Europe as a whole in the sense that in many other countries the right-wing voters face this dilemma either there is a cooperation between the center-right and the radical right or the left will govern so this is a big question uh, across many many countries whether this alliance will manifest itself not only in the parliament but also in the government. What do you see in case of uh, Spain if next at the next election uh, PP doesn't have 50% plus one? Will they go into government with Vox? Well, there are many points of uh, what you just have said. So uh, the first thing is that in Spain, contrary to other other European countries, PP has no other option. Meaning, as we have seen now, the socialists will get together with anyone. Anyone. They are governing with communists. They are governing with, you know, uh, the support of the independentist parties whose leader is now processed by, you know, uh, the, the, the judiciary for uh, high treason, they have the support of the, you know, former terrorists. So the socialists will, will get together with anyone in order to get, uh, to prevent PP from winning uh, the government. Therefore, the only option that the People's Party has is to have a government with Vox. Clear uh, proof of what I'm saying is that you shouldn't forget the king nominates Feijóo, the leader of the People's Party, to uh, form the government, and in that, you know, uh, let's say um, voting, Vox voted for the, the People's Party. So they have this arrangement of Vox not getting into government, meaning minister representation, but clearly uh, uh, supporting in, in in parliament. So this is. A conditionality that you don't have in other, you know, European countries, right? Where, for example, the Social Democrats and the Conservatives could come together if they wanted to. The clear example was Germany, for example, in the previous legislature, in order to stop, you know, the radical right from, you know, getting into into government. This is impossible in in Spain. Even, you know, the, the conservatives propose the socialists to have a kind of, you know, a, a turning government, two years, two years. But the socialists, you know, didn't, didn't, didn't accept it, right? So this, this, is, this is important to take into consideration. Uh, on, the, on, the, on the other hand, you know, uh, so, so clearly the, the answer to your question is the PP doesn't have any other choice, right? And on the other hand, Vox doesn't have any other choice than to vote for the PP because there is nothing towards the right of, of Vox. And... What the box supporters would hate is that because you know they, they do not vote for the PP, you know the socialists become into into government, 
And I think you know the the coming back to the to the elections yesterday in Galicia, this was this was very clear. You know, Vox did a campaign uh, that was very much focused on criticizing not just the left but also the People's Party. You know, they were they didn't you know face uh, uh, very very harshly towards you know the the, the regional government of uh, you know of Rueda, you know the the People's Party the People's Party leader without And much success completely a disaster you know i think they got 0.02 uh, uh, more than in the last uh, in the last four for election so clearly you know i think that this would also um, uh, request a reconsideration of uh, box uh, strategy uh, towards uh, the people's party because for example in madrid another place where box is quite you know strong um, ayuso in the last regional elections swap a uh, you know absolute majority also because and before they had been cooperating so box had been providing some parliamentary support but you know lately sorry later box started to criticize also the government and this uh, you know uh, was a completely a complete disaster i mean uh, so so this is important to take into 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 consideration so the pro box has to reconsider its position And the problem also uh, going a bit into the politics of Vox is that in the last year um, there, there was uh, different factions within Vox and the liberal, more liberal faction, you know, uh, uh, was basically expelled from the from the party, and the very conservative, even religiously conservative, you know, faction took over the party. So moving the party uh, more to, to towards towards the right. We shouldn't forget that Vox. Uh, when they started, you know, in 2015, I think, parliamentary elections, if I recall well, they were not a radical right uh, political party. You know, they were a, a Christian democratic, quite, you know, conservative uh, political party. This is important, you know. Uh, it is only later when they start to become successful, they start to bring these alliances, you know, with... Orban, with uh, you know Le Pen, uh, with the Trumpists, you know, and becomes more a uh, populist, radical, radical right party. Uh, but one thing that I wanted to 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 say in relation to to this as well, and 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 in relation to this whole idea of cooperation and blocks in, in Spain, is that the appearance of these new parties in Spain, you know, so Vox, Podemos. Had a uh, centrifugal, so encouraged the centrifugal, uh, you know, uh, type of, of of competition, right? And you can see even this at the regional level, because who used to be, you know, the main party in Catalonia, Convergencia, which was a moderate center-right political party. Who used to be, you know, the main political party is still is in government now in the Basque country. The uh, PNV, no, uh, People's uh, uh, National uh, uh, Basque Party. But in uh, the last, the next elections, I mean, in the last election in Catalonia, Esquerra Republicana, you know, uh, was was the, was the party. So, uh, in in uh, Basque Country, which will have elections in a month, Bildu, the uh, former ETA party, my win the elections or at least, you know, uh, uh, overpass, you know, uh, uh, the PNV. So what you can see is a kind of, you know, um, radicalization of the voting towards, you know, these options in the streams of the uh, political spectrum and the decline, PNV, or even the collapse 
convergencia of these more moderate uh, parties. So in, in this way, you know, this, 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 the appearance of these new parties has led, you know, also to this consolidation, you know. And, and you have to understand that, for example, you know, in Spain, hinge parties, so parties in the middle, have never been, been successful. You know, Adolfo Suárez tried with the CDS, it was not successful. Later, you know, Rosa Díez with the UPID was splintered from the socialists, didn't. The last case, you know, you may remember Ciudadanos, right? But as uh, uh, our colleague, you know, uh, Juan Rodríguez Teruel clearly explains, you know, in a great article that he published in 2020, you know, Ciudadanos is what prevents the People's Party to look more for the center. So in a way, mm -hmm. you know, it uh, really nails this, uh, you know, uh, distinction into, into, into different blocks. So this is, I think, uh, to have a better picture of how, you know, the blocks function in, in Spain. Okay, so there are these two uh, potential or uh, actual alliances. What are the most contentious ideological, personal and programmatic issues within these alliances and, and how they uh, deal with them? Well, so, for example, you know, one, one important issue in the last elections was this uh, enmity between, you know, uh, Pablo Iglesias and Yolanda and Yolanda Diez, you know, because uh, within Sumar, in fact, it was not clear at the at the at the very beginning that you know Podemos was going was going was going to join you know Sumar because uh, Yolanda Diez uh, didn't want to get, give uh, Pablo Iglesias' wife uh, the equal, Minister of Equality at the time Irene Montero a place in the list and this is in fact you know what 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 happened right so there is this you have personal enmities. Uh, how they have been resolved? Well, Podemos, I told you, is now in the in the mixed parliamentary group. So clearly, this this has not been has not been resolved. Also, uh, you have also this this issue of uh, you know the legislation uh, towards you know uh, sexual freedom. You know, so calling Spain uh, Ley del CLC, law of yes is yes. You know that was a clear uh, you know a disaster, a scandal. You know in, in Spain uh, left two hundred you know rapists you know in the streets, reduced the sentence for more than. 1,000, you know, uh, people with, uh, you know, sexual assault, you know, um, um, uh, crimes. Uh, and, and in this way, for example, the Socialist Party, despite the fact that they were in coalition with Sumar and Podemos, you know, they tried to also to distance themselves, right? They knew that they had to cooperate. That's why that, that they could not simply break up with them. But there was this kind of the, the, the trying to distancing. And then, of course, you know, you have the tension between, you know, the People's Party and, and, and Vox, uh, they try to solve it sometimes just simply by cooperating in, in in parliament, not necessarily by forming a government, but in some places, you know, in some regions in Spain, you know, there was no other way that they could, you know, uh, uh, govern. But th those differences are ideological, not personal. Well, clearly the difference between, you know, Sumar and Podemos is is, is, is personal. Yeah, yeah. You know? but, I, no, but I meant... Between, uh... You know, between the People's Party and Vox, now no. But with the previous leader of the People's Party, Pablo Casado, it was a personal enemy. Because, you know, when Vox eh, eh, tries to uh, so, eh, pu um, put some motion of confidence, you know, eh, knowing that they are going to lose, right? But they were expecting at least the People's Party to vote them, eh, to, vote, to vote for them. Pablo Casado made a very harsh speech, even with personal attacks towards Santiago Pascal. 
which was very surprising because you shouldn't forget that Santiago of Ascal was part of the People's Party, right? And they were f friends before, right? So they, there was this clearly, you know, uh, uh, hate towards each other after that speech. It was really, really, it was the breakup of, a f if not friendship, at least, at least acquaintance, right? Uh, of course, when Fei Ho comes in, you know, it's a completely new new star. So there is no, so it's more ideological. Basically, I wouldn't say that it's even ideological because, you know, I mean, I would say that, you know, the, the People's Party voters and the box voters, they want the same. They are very similar, you know. Of course, you know, the box voters are more more conservative, and you shouldn't forget that. Unfortunately, within box voters, you also have, you know, some Francoist and you know people that are more authori authoritarian. But you know, the main distinction between the two is about the approach towards, you know, Sanchez. You know, much more radical, much more, you know, rupture uh, in the case of Vox uh, than in the case of Feho. Feho is a politician that, you know, is more moderate. You know, he tries to build, you know, a, a kind of even alliances with some sectors of the Socialist Party. He talks about the good Socialist Party, you know. So basically thinking of uh, the traditional Socialist Party with some barons that, you know, they were in the regions and they were more, have this more nationalist potential. We have to understand that the Socialist Party with Sanchez has become, a, you know, one leader cult uh, political party. You know, there is this joke that uh, PSOE is part, uh, Pedro Sanchez OE. <laughs> so, um, uh, it's a completely different. So this is the difference. And then another very interesting, you know, difference, which has not been resolved. And I think that, you know, it has led even towards a personal, uh, you know, uh, kind of uh, enmity was uh, between Junts and Esquerra Republicana, right? Um, which, as we mentioned, they cooperated to a certain extent, you know, previously forming this electoral bloc in, 2000, in 2015. We have talked about this. But uh, but currently, you know, they just... Uh, they, they support the government of Sanchez because they know this is the only way they can get, you know, the famous amnesty and they can get, you know, some re, you know, results uh, for, for Catalonia. But, you know, in reality, they hate each, other, each other's guts. And here the distinction is... Uh, not only ideological, Junts in theory is a center right, I mean, a rightist party, and uh, you know, Esquerra is a leftist one, but it's about their current position towards independence. You know, Junts want this kind of unilateral, you know, uh, um, uh, referendum, independence, uh, and they, if they don't get it with through negotiations, they want to do it unilaterally. Esquerra, you know, has more, you know, this approach to pacting with, 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 with Sanchez, right? So, you could say that this personal, ideological, pragmatical, I would say that is more pragmatical in, in this case. Generalizing a bit, uh, when parties in Spain decide about cooperation, how do they do that? Do they look at opinion polls? Are there the, all the decisions made behind closed doors? Do they involve party members? So what is the mechanism of decision-making? Well, it's simply, you know, uh, in uh, hidden smoking, you know, uh, rooms behind behind doors. I mean, polling um, doesn't play a role in, in shaping cooperation. Polling only uh, gives information about the strategic voting, you know, in, where in certain districts where the political parties uh, compete, especially for the new parties, is very useful. Uh, they, they, they can think of which party would be more interesting, 
right? Which uh, sorry, which party has more chances? But in reality, as I explained you before, there is no real cooperation, uh, and of course, you know, I mean, this is between uh, closed doors. Even the the current government and the negotiations of the uh, law of uh, amnesty they were done, you know, among the among the leaders. There is only a um, kind of confirmation confirmatory role of uh, party party members you know uh, so for example there have been some kind of consultations within party socialist podemos right but generally it is used to ratify you know uh, governing agreements that they have already you know uh, been put in place so in reality it's about you know uh, the leaders behind closed doors now do alliances pose a threat uh, to the identity of the parties in general are there risks attached uh, to inter-party cooperation in Spain? Well, indeed, at least electoral. We, we, you know, I mentioned all these examples, and out of you know maybe seven examples that I mentioned, only one was really a success. You know, the the some were a disaster, like the co the coalition between the communists and the and the, the cooperation, sorry, between the communists and the socialists, or you know even this coalition that I mentioned between Podemos and the communists. You know, in six months they lost one million voters. So so clearly there is this uh, very uh, clear attachment, you know, towards the the political the political power. Party, uh, I would summarize, you know, the the, the the cooperation in Spain that at the governmental level, yes, there is this cooperation, but in terms of competition, in terms of electoral, you know, interactions, I would say that coalitions in Spain do not add. Coalitions in Spain clearly, you know, diminish. Uh, you know, they, they they clearly take voters from uh, the political the political uh, the political parties, especially because you know in Spain these voters, in case of cooperation, will abstain and will simply decide not to go to to vote. Okay, at last, let me ask a question that you don't need to answer because it's not really a fair question. But what do you think? Uh, what will be the composition of the next uh, Spanish government, and why? Well, it depends when the elections will take will take place, right? If you know the amnesty law uh, does not uh, pass, uh, and of course you know Junts stops you know supporting the the, the socialist the socialist government, uh, it will be very difficult for the socialists to pass any legislation. It will be very difficult for the socialists, you know, to even pass you know a bill on the on the budget, right? So most probably Sanchez will have to call for for elections. And I think you know the the, the new the new uh, government will be definitely you know a center right uh, government. It will depend if uh, the People's Party manages to obtain an absolute majority or or not. Uh, but most probably it will be a, a one-party uh, government of the People's Party with the support of uh, Vox and some of the you know uh, regionalist uh, regionalist parties like for example Coalición Canaria. Fernando, it was a great pleasure for me. Thank you. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure too. Thank you.